Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 303. Indubitably. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Ari, what the hell happened to your microphone? Oh, wait, it was up by my... <clears throat> it was up, you know, holstered and not by my mouth. <laughs> oh, you've, oh, you've made that mistake too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling all too well. And for some reason, I had the track fucking muted while I was recording, but it's still coming through, so we good. <laughs> ah, we are live tonight, week of March 28th, 2017, here on the VOG Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, check out our inner chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, ChatZilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network where there is information on the VOG Network and an IRC link that will bring you directly into the chat. And I'm going to go ahead and turn on all check-ins. And now check-ins are now officially live. So go on in, check-in, earn some VOG points. And if you're not listening live, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. Uh, when you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com and put in that passphrase and earn some awesome VOG points. And now that we got that out the way, we're going to kick things off with how was your week, how was your day. Let me adjust the volume so I don't blow out anybody's ear. Um, Ari. Uh, well, let's see. <laughs> well, yesterday, MLB 17, the show dropped, but... I was over at a friend's house watching Raw, so I couldn't, you know, make the uh, the nighttime release and not, so I can, you know, actually get some, get home and get some sleep, so I mm -hmm. got it today after work. And, uh, it's been pr pretty fun so far that I've been playing, the only problem is, the, uh, my save got corrupted and now I have to start from scratch, but whatever, as long as it gets me off the, uh, the fucking twins. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but I got screwed by an auto by an, by an auto save after a uh, bullshit trade last time. But now I, now I got to start all over again. But hey, it'll be fun. Once again, it's going to show you what happens when you put all your points into power and nothing into speed. <laughs> mm. And I also saw Power Rangers this past weekend. It was pretty good. That's good. I've been hearing it was actually good, you know? Yeah, granted, there are, like, you know, things that are, like, hard for, for hard for, like, pe people our age to get used to. Mm. Maybe because I'm, I think we're all supposed to, uh, expect it to be a carbon copy of the TV series. And that's what it is. It's like I've always kept saying to people, you know, 
when they do these remix, these reboots and so forth, it's not meant for the generation that previously watched it nine times out of ten. They're gearing towards the new generation coming in to make it worth it for them to watch because they have parents with money, you know? So, granted, we will watch it and pass judgment, but, you know. Is it... I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. Well, I don't think I will spoil anything, but I would really love to know what Krispy Kreme had to pay to get that level of product placement in the movie. God, I fucking hate Krispy Kreme. <laughs> You're more of a Dunkin' person? Yeah, plus when I was in when I was in Marines, yeah, I, I, I ate more than my fair share of Krispy Kreme when I was stationed in the South. So, yeah, no. I, no. <clears throat> And, uh, one of the, uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much it for me. Alright, um, we're going to skip Mako right now, because she's having a bit of some internet problems. No, I think I'm back. Okay. For, for now, at least. Alright. I don't know what happened, but your, but your audio quality just jumped up. I like that. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I think you need to look at the computer. Because this is now the second week that Skype has been acting really weird. Well, it's probably a software thing, but I'll do what I can when I come over. Alright, because it keeps telling me that I have no microphone connected, and then all of a sudden it seems my microphone again. It might be the USB port or the damn micro or the headset. Well, it's not the headset. I will say try a different USB port. Well, I can do that, but I haven't had any issues with this. I'm using the same port I usually use. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Anyway. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah. Um, I really haven't been doing anything. <clears throat> God, you're such a slacker. Well, no, I go to work, I come home. I go to work, I come home. That's, I mean, that's really the gist of it. Mm. Swing low, sweet cheerio. Yeah, pretty much. Alright. My weekend day has been pretty good. I'm gearing up for Anime Matsuri next week, so I've been kind of slowly kind of putting together my cosplay list, which I'll probably announce tomorrow. I finally got my uh, display case up. It says the floor is not level. I have to be careful when opening and closing it. But I am going to put some type of brush sealant around it so it can stay dust free. And also, <coughs> I had to wipe my computer Sunday and re reinstall Windows because what was happening was I kept getting... I'm part of the Windows Insider program, so I get updates like once a week or or every two weeks or something like that. And I've been pushing off prior updates and rolling back because there's a graphical font text issue. And I did the update. It was there. Rolled it back. Waited a couple of updates. And it went through fine. So I did the update on Sunday. The graphical text error was there. Contacted Microsoft. They went and ran some issue, ran ran a script, few scripts, didn't fix it. So I said, "Fuck it!" Since all my data is on the D drive, and I will say this: 
a USB 3.0 flash drive with Windows 10 on it, and an SSD equals a clean install of Windows in under 15 minutes. Can't go wrong with that. So, I set everything back up, ran the update, it happened again. This time I was able to roll back and it was fine. So, I'm looking at what's installed, so I removed my antivirus I've been using for years, put Zone Alarm on, ran the update, and everything is working fine now. And actually my machine is running a lot faster, so I'm just like... This whole damn time, it was the goddamn antivirus software. And it's funny, because Microsoft always tells you to, to disable it when you run updates. Never said anything about uninstalling it. Well, now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Hmm. So my machine's pretty much up and running. The proper drivers for the mixer is kind of borked, so I think it might be the USB cable is kind of faulty. But everything is working fine, so I can't complain. And the audio quality is just good, and everything is on the levels and stuff. It's it's good. It's good. All right. Hold on for one second. There we go. Just wanted to fix that. And the only downside is the levels aren't going off like it's supposed to, but eh. I, 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 I can't complain. It, it, it is what it is. So, Anywho, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we are going to get into tonight's news. How does that sound? Sounds fine to me. Yay. Oh, Mako-chan, you sound so happy. Yay. Ah. <sighs> Hopefully the next hopefully the next song that comes up will actually make you feel will put a smile on your face. That scares me. <laughs> it, it it really shouldn't. The, with you that scares me. <laughs> Trust me, you he, he, you'll, you'll like it. We'll see. <laughs> I have, I have, do I really spook you that badly? I know your music library. Yes. <laughs> well, I've always told people I have a very eclectic taste in music. Yes. <laughs> That's being nice about it, huh? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> we'll be back.
Well, everybody is saying that they're enjoying the new, the higher audio quality of the audio that's coming out. And truth be told, I'm very appreciative of that because, yeah, the, the, the crew back here will tell you, I'm very finicky and anal about audio quality. <coughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, even on the personal side, I mean, come on. I'm podcasting with a pair of $150 heads, headphones. I walk around with a pair of $300 Bluetooth headset. And they just... V-Motor just announced a brand new version of the headset that I have. And I'm just like... I want you. Sound geek. Damn right. But- I don't know. Those free headphones that don't... Like, those free headphones that are $150 or... Working all right for me so far. Oh, yeah, those tunes. Well, yeah, I use those when I go to the gym. But for some reason, they disconnect for a little bit, but then they just they keep going after that. So, And I found out I'm not the only person who've had that issue, so it's okay. I haven't had that issue yet. That's good. The, the Crossfades 2 have a built-in headphone amp equalizer. And I'm just like, um, yes, please. Trust me, I may, I may have to get those for my birthday. That may just have to happen. And Marco, you okay over there? I don't know. Yeah, truth is, we never know if we're okay or not. (laughs) I don't even know what okay is anymore. I know, right? Okay, alright. So, um... Let, let me pull this up real quick because this was because I'm going to talk about something that um that happened on a on a convention Facebook group, but this is something that we deal with on a regular basis when going to conventions. We probably have roomed with somebody like this. We are probably friends with somebody like this, and we're just like, what the fuck. And if you know what I'm talking about, the issue is deodorant, body odor, and showering. Uh, We don't know why this is an issue, but... I know. Apparently, some people need to be told. Exactly. What had started out as a post on Anime Boston social Facebook group, one person by the name of Jen, whose Facebook has mysteriously disappeared... This is what she said, and this is what caused a ripple in the space-time continuum of the cos- of the convention community and cosmic community, and it's pretty much spread across the country. <clears throat> Deodorant is not a hygiene requirement. It's a societal pressure. This could really hurt some people's feelings. Why can't you walk two feet away from someone if they smell bad? Like, damn. You're going to bully people who are probably already really socially awkward at safe space for nerds. Messed up. No anime hero would act this way. Why would you? Okay. I can understand a convention being a safe space. I, I see it. I can get that. It's before we get together and do our thing. That that that's that's fine. But there's no excuse for bad hygiene. Exactly. I don't care who you are. If you can spend fuck ton of money on your badge your hotel room your cosplay and all your swag 
spending $5 on a stick of motherfucking deodorant is not going to break your goddamn bank. Also, and Axe Body what? Spray is not a... Axe Body Spray is not a suitable replacement for showering. No, it's not. No, and guess what? If you're into the whole, you know, I don't want to use chemicals on my body, they have natural ones out there. Yes, they do. All you gotta do is research this shit. Now, like I said, the only reason why I brought this up is because not just how this spread, but this is an actual issue. I mean, we're talking to the point where you go to conventions and you pick up the program guide. It says in the rules to fucking shower. So how long before the memes pop up of different anime heroes telling you to take a fucking shower at a convention? Too late. Yeah. You should have seen my my personal Facebook last night. I got one of Goku Goku saying, yes. There's one of Dio and deodorant. You thought you were going to have bad body odor, but it was me, deodorant. Pretty much. I and, posted on someone else's uh, like page of a reply, like, you know, motherfucking full parry but B.O. super combo, man. A.B. moment number 37. Yes. And, Hashtag that shit. <laughs> yes. And Blue from Foster's Home for Imaginary Children running around as D- as Dio from Deodorant. I mean, come, look. Yeah, it's funny, but I, I'm sorry. If if you can spend all that money to get to a convention, again, $5 ain't going to break you. And if it does, ask somebody in the room if they, you could borrow their stick. They will probably give you shit for it, but they're going to let you borrow it. I mean, Fuck. The alternative is smelling like ass the entire weekend. Exactly. And nobody wants to be around you. And we know who you are. We know these people who, who come to the con and smell like hot Cheetos and burnt ass. I mean, come on. I mean, hell. I pack extra underclothes because I know I'm going to go to the rave or I'm going to the formal. I want to jump in the shower even if I haven't really sweat, I want to be clean so I can go and do what I want to do. I mean, come on. Most conventions, there's a shopping center nearby where you can get extra stuff. It's not rocket science. This is common fucking sense. I mean, again. Common sense is so rare that it's mistaken for a superpower. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, oh, Jesus, fuck. Um, let's see. You know what? I, 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 I think, I think, I think I'm done speaking my mind on this shit. I think I really am. I think you're gonna give yourself an aneurysm over this. I really shouldn't. But it, it, it's just a common sense aspect of it, you know? That, 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 that's what it is. It, it, it's, it, it's just that. Alright. Well, I'll say this. It's one thing to, you know, you somebody so you walk the other direction, but if you gotta keep doing it, no. No, I, I, I can't. Enough about that. Um... 
And besides, I mean, if people are going to read this and think they're completely justified in not taking a shower, so chances are there might be a lot more people not bathing because of this. So chances are walking two feet away is just going to put you two feet closer to some other asshole who can't who smells terrible. Yeah, and and Marco, let me ask you. Now, generally, we hear this shit about you know defending about bo and all this from guys. This is coming from a chick. What 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 was your thought process when you first discovered this? Um. <clears throat> well, one, she's technically not wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at history and all of that, it's it's the modern age U.S. that is very uh, hyper deodorant and hyper shaving and hyper all of that. But at the same time, you're in the fucking U.S. and conform, bitch. <laughs> exactly. I mean, truthfully, if you don't want to wear deodorant, that's, you know, that's your thing. But if you smell like ass, I'm gonna say something to you. Fair enough. If I can't, you know, she's like, oh, just walk away. What if I can't walk away? What if we're in line for an autograph? Why should I have to get out of line because of somebody else's BO. And if it's to a point that I'm going to throw up because they stink so bad, why am I the one that has to get out of line mm-hmm. and walk away? Point taken. And it seems that nobody was, no one heard us for like the first like five, ten minutes, for the first ten, fifteen minutes, except for the music. Evidently, on the streaming software, I forgot to flip the switch from Winamp to the sound card. So, we good. We good. Dumbass. Shut up. Dumbass. I'm gonna beat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so. Anywho, um, for those who just realized, don't worry, what you missed, just listen to the podcast. I'll get it up as soon as possible. So, anywho, moving right along. I want to briefly talk about uh, Cosplay Melee. And as I have squeed on my personal and public Facebooks, it's just the show that we need. This, this is it. From what I can tell, this is a show for cosplayers of all skill sets because you are learning shit. If something... If you don't know, you know, or if you know, you're going to learn a little bit more about it. It's pretty much a competition show. I mean, first they give you the subject of what you're going to do, and you have to design. What they did last week was you designed the headpiece. The top three people out of the four whose headpieces were great, they move on to the next round where they actually make their outfit, their cosplay. And it's inspired by whatever it was. Like last week it was space opera, so you had Guardians of the Galaxy... Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, <clears throat> excuse me, and and those were really good. I found myself sitting there just getting all hype and just rooting for people to win, and it was really good. Uh, and I believe tonight 
this week's episode is themed uh, Game of Thrones. And one of my friends is on the show tonight, so I will be watching right after this. And I hope, I can't wait to see him in action. Uh, his name is Edgar. And he was actually on Season 2 of Heroes of Cosplay in the first episode. He does really amazing armor, especially Saint Seiya armor. So, Edgar, I'm rooting for you tonight. Okay, and for those of you who have listened to our pre-show, it was a mix of Power Rangers and Naruto. Power Rangers because of the the film that just came out over the weekend, which is doing really good. And Naruto because the series has finally come to a close. Episode 500 aired last week with the wedding of Naruto and Hinata. And as I saw on Facebook, this show's gone 15 years, and you gotta admit, a lot of people grew up with it in a way like a lot of people grew up with Dragon Ball Z and some other shows, you know. And I'm just seeing like all the good and the, all the good stuff, and it's like, yeah. And I'm gonna have to break out Shikamaru one more time. And I got a friend I'm probably doing Tamari with, so that's gonna be pretty cool. So I may have to go back and rewatch um, Shippuden where I left off. But it was really good. I- I'm just, I'm just kind of happy about that. Mm. Yeah, I-, I couldn't continue with the anime just because of how much filler was still in there. Yeah, but. Uh, I know those feels because of, you know, reading the manga. Yeah. Yeah, why do you think it was over 700 episodes altogether? <laughs> and in our chat room at live.vodnetwork.com, Ichigogami says, I might bring Hinata to Zenkai. And I'm just like, I didn't know you cosplay Hinata. I want to cosplay Hinata. I can see you as Hinata. What about you, Ari? Ugh. <sighs> Well, let's see. Uh, it was never one of my favorite animes, but I, I the pathological and slash irrational hatred for it just kind of like dropped off. Mm-hmm. Mostly because like I saw like some of the things like people were doing like fan art wise, and mm-hmm. I'm at least vaguely interested in watching at least Naruto the last. Yeah, but is there a character from the show you would cosplay? Ah, uh, fuck. Um. I hadn't really thought of that. I mean, who would I make a good character of? I would say Choji because he's pretty boss. He's like a fucking tank. He is the tank of uh, of, the, of the of the village. Maybe. Plus he um, plus he married a black chick. <laughs> that um, shocked everybody at, at, at the end of the manga. I'm look. It's been six months. At, at least six months since Naruto ended. It ain't spoilers. Mostly because Chino was a a pretty popular pairing, too. Yeah. Um, maybe Jiraiya. I could see that. I I could see you as Jiraiya. I got a friend who does Sanade, and if that that happens, I might have to bring back Kakashi one more time. (laughs) So, yeah. Either one of those two long shots, but... Like I said, I'm like putting together a new cosplay might be too expensive for me right now, so. Gotcha, gotcha. I understand that feeling all too well. I hate Skype. I know. 
if anything, we might have to move it to Discord and see what happens from that point. But then trying to get, trying to sync Skype into Discord, that's, that's going to be fun. Well, if anything, just go to oldversion.com and go to an older version of Skype. That's the best thing I can tell you. I was on an older version of Skype. Shit. And then I updated it because I didn't realize that there was an update and it's still dropping me. Well, you could try it again. Disable updates, which is what I did. I'll just keep using this version until it says you can no longer log in with this version. Fine, I'll update then. Yeah. And I'm also kind of happy that um, I did get you to see Flo in concert couple, uh, two years ago. And they did um, go live, and that was pretty cool, so... Yeah. And then we go into the chat room. Ichigogami is saying that she was having issues with Skype on an older computer because of a, a DLL error, which is the bane of Windows existence. And Wild Spy says Skype is terrible. It's such an invasive program. Well, yeah. I know. I know. And I've heard nothing but bad things about Skype. Yes. We know. We know. But you know what? It's what everybody uses. And if you're on Windows 10, it comes with the the universal Windows version of Skype. So it is what it is. Yeah, I've only had issues with Skype for the last two weeks. Might be something on the, on the server. But one thing I like about Skype is that if there is a call going with multiple people, I can just drop out and reboot my computer or whatever, and the call will still go. Because it's on a peer-to-peer -peer network, so. Anywho, let's, let's, I think we're done enough, like, recollecting and so forth and technical troubleshooting. Let's go ahead and kick things off, and who would like to uh, take go first? Hang on. All right. Um. <clears throat> oh, I was gonna do the uh, PR, the Power Rangers one. Those. All right. All right. Then I'll I'll go ahead and, go and kick things off. I figured since I did so much talking in the beginning, so. All right. Come on. Ah, oh, jeez. Come on. Alright, fine. Copy and paste it and call it a damn day. Alright, so... It is on a sad note that we announced the passing of Daisuke Sato. He is the creator of the manga High School of the Dead. He passed from ischemic heart disease on March 22nd. He was 52. This... This, the immediate family already had the services, and his younger sister, Yuko Shimio, was the chief mourner. Sato's works included not just High School of the Dead with manga artist Shoji Sato, uh, also the ser manga series Imperial Guards with Yu Ito. High School of the Dead had effectively been on extended hiatus since March 2011, although a new chapter did debut in April 2013. 
I did watch some of the anime. It was really good. So maybe with permission from the family, somebody will pick up the pen and kind of finish it out or something. Who knows? Or maybe it's just best to leave it the way it is. And I know there's a lot of people who are quite upset over his passing. <sighs> Our deepest condolences and sympathies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Alright. Um, let's see what else we got here. Alright, Marco, if you want, you want to take the next one? Certainly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, it seems that the Godzilla animated film is actually going to be a trilogy. Yeah. Uh, the animation film Godzilla Special Stage event at Anime Japan, uh, I believe, which was this past weekend. Yeah, a friend of mine was actually there, and, I was, and he was taking pictures from it, so it was pretty cool. Nice. Um, but they announced at that that the uh, anime is actually going to be a film trilogy. Mm. Uh, Mamoru Miyano is going to be playing the lead ro role of... Uh, Haruo Sakaki. And, uh, yeah, let's see if there's anything that I even remotely know this guy from. Oh, mm -hmm. he does Percy Weasley. Wait, what? He's the uh, voiceover actor that does the uh, live action. Uh, voiceover for Percy in the Harry Potter series. Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a couple of things. Uh, he did the drama CD for Vampire Night. He does Riku in the Kingdom Hearts series. Mm -hmm. uh, he's Alucard in some of the uh, newer Castlevania stuff. Uh, he's going... He's uh, Joe in Cyborg 009. Okay. Uh, let's see... I like looking at all of this stuff and wasting time. He's Light Yagami. <laughs> uh, he's Rin from Free. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm just going through. He's actually done quite a lot of anime um, oh he's Tamaki from uh, host club <laughs> <laughs> yeah as I get further and further down in this I'm like oh okay I get it um, yeah okay <laughs> yeah, he's 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 done quite a few things, and he seems to be the 
main voice for most of it, uh, Death the Kid from Soul Eater. I'm sorry, that just popped right in my head when you first mm-hmm. said that. Uh, he's Shu in Tokyo Ghoul. He's Kiba in Wolf's Reign. He's Jean-Jacques from Yuri on Ice. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it, I'm looking through this and he's like, main character, main character, main character, main character, main character. So, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna guess that he's like one of those really, really, really popular guys that does uh, voiceover work. But anyway, back to Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm not even going to get into the rest of the cast because I will probably just, you know, look through and see what they're doing. Uh, anyway, the official title of the first film is Godzilla Monster Planet. Okay. And it describes the story as uh, the last summer of the 20th century, that day the human beings learned that they are not the only ruler of the planet Earth. The appearance of the giant living creatures, kaijus, and the ultimate uh, existence that destroys all monsters, Godzilla. Mm. Through the battle against kaijus that lasted for half a century, human beings have experienced continuous defeat and finally plan to escape from the Earth. Uh, So I'm guessing this is them basically giving the Earth up to the monsters, which is... Kind of sad, in a way. Have you, have you seen this, this dumpster fire that this planet has become? Yeah, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I mean, the, the, that is besides the point. We're talking about, you know, an anime with Godzilla. And I, I'm still kind of sad that, you know, they're just throwing it away. Um, so anyway, so they leave Earth. They come back. And it's, uh, however, the Earth they have returned to has already passed the time of 20,000 years and has become an unknown world with the ecosystem uh, reigned by Godzilla. Mm. Uh, So the whole premise of this is that the Earth was given up and the humans left and now they've come back. And for some reason, it's 20,000 years later. Mm. And they are deciding to fight for the Earth again. Meanwhile, the Cubs have only won their second World Series. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the first film is going to be uh, coming out in Japan in November. And then it will stream globally on Netflix this year, probably after the film has... uh, gone through its first three weeks or so. That was just terrible, dude. That... <laughs> well, at, at, at least we'll be able to get Bob Uecker to announce, to announce the play-by-play. Shit, <laughs> uh, I just meant to say third World Series. <laughs> it's not like it's the New York Mets. I mean, come on. Hey, no. What was that, Michael John? Something tells me Skype got to her again because Skype is not a Mets fan. 
So, anywho, while 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 she fights with Skype, um, let's see, let's let's move right along to the next uh, title. <clears throat> this is the one I wanted to take. All right, and uh, go for it, dude. Uh, let's see. Saban Entertainment founder Haim Saban said in an interview with Variety on Wednesday that there is a six-movie story arc planned for the Power Rangers reboot. If the film is successful, as I hope it, on March 24th or March 25th, we will have the first story meeting for movie number two. The film's director, Dean Israelite, confirmed the plan with Entertainment Weekly on Friday. It is true that the Saban team, even before I came onto this project, had a document that laid out six movies, so Haim isn't just saying that flippantly. However, he also mentioned that he was focused on getting the first film right, so the team has only gotten this kind of kind of into this second one in discussion. Israel also mentioned that he thinks there's enough material for more films in the same universe, such as the prequel about Zordon and Rita. <clears throat> Though he stressed that he was speaking as himself and not a representative of Saban. Israelite said that he was it was still up in the air whether or not he will direct any future films, but would love to return. Lionsgate CEO Jeff Feldenheimer said last May he could see doing five, six, or seven Power Rangers films. And and Saban was uh, pretty pleased with the 40 million plus opening weekend they had, so yeah. They, uh, they're definitely planning on doing more films. Yeah, but I want to see how... I want to see what the numbers look like, so let me pull up real quick. Mm-hmm. And when he said six films, I immediately can't, like, the first thing I thought of was, okay, they're going by, like, one season per film, so, like, like six films, so, Morphin, like, Mighty Morphin 1, Mighty Morphin 2, Mighty Morphin 3, Zeo, mm -hmm. Turbo, yeah, and In Space. Yeah, I so can we, So, if, if that's the trend that they're going to do, I don't know if they're actually going to do it or not, we may actually get to see a big budget version of the Countdown to Destruction um, story arc at the end of In Space. Possibly. But, okay, so I'm looking at Box Office Mojo. Now, of course, Beating the Beast is in first place, but fuck that film. But, um, Power Rangers did come in second, which is good. It, has, it was on a budget of $100 million, and it pulled 40. Ugh. That was good. I think that was good. Now, did it say what it did all together? Well, no, that's just first weekend. Not just that's oh. first weekend, so that was good. The only movie, like the second, the Kong Skull Island, that was on a budget of 185, three weeks, and it's already it's pulled 133. I don't see that movie making its money back. I really don't. Hmm. If it does, it'll make it back on on in DVD on DVD. So you know. But, um, I believe, you know, give it two weekends and the, and the numbers when it goes overseas, I think it's really going to do good. Just needs to give it, just need to give it a little bit of time, that's all. Oddly, I'm rather I, pissed off. I know you are. And not surprising... Back with us now, Mako. For now. And not surprising, in New Zealand, it's number one in the box office. Not surprised. 
Well, yeah, because because Disney moved production there for a couple of seasons to uh, alleviate costs. Hell, Toei moved, did, started doing production there too. Huh. I think that's part of the reason why they moved it there to make it easy to match up with the scenery, as as my guess. Now it was all cost cutting measures. Okay. All right. All right, Michael. If everything works out, the next article is all you. Yay, and I so want one. <laughs> I think we all want one. So, yeah. Um, it was announced on Thursday that Cerevo will be releasing a 1 8 scale smart toy of Tachikoma. And from what they are saying, this thing is going to be able to do a freaking want one. Mm. Uh, basically what it's doing... Uh, let me see where I can get to the actual... Uh, the model is uh, going to electronically be able to move each joint, pod, manipulator, and wheel. It's equipped with 21 motors and can autonomously depend on its uh, conversations with users to move. Uh, it will be able to move its legs, arms, pod, image sensors, and other parts. Users will also be able to use their smartphones to remotely control the movements and use commands to influence the model's attitude and behavior. And uh, Sakiko Tamagawa, who voiced Tachikoma in Standalone Complex, basically did a crap ton of voice recordings for this, over 600 of them. Wow. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're, they're saying that any in theory, any possible response, as in original works and uh, other things like that, will be able to be, you know, uh, said back. It's mm. going to be able to recognize speech and make suitable replies in the voice. It will support both Japanese and English as input languages via text and speech, but only be able to do Japanese as the output language. Hmm. And on top of that, it will be able to be connected to the internet to provide weather forecasts and tell users their Google Calendar schedules. Uh, you'll also be able to ask it, kind of like you do Alexa and Echo and all of those, various questions, and it will be able to search the internet for answers, though it will be sending the answers to your smartphone. Interesting. And just like in the original manga and anime, all of the Tachikomos synchronize with each other every night so that they again can collectively share the same memories every morning. Similarly, all of these will be able to connect to the cloud via Wi-Fi and use stored data and recognized objects users show it. And it will be able to collect information from different users and transfer the information to the cloud. And then all of them will be able to share that information. 
I mean, that's kind of scary when you think about it because you don't know what other people are going to be uploading and asking and all of that. But holy crap, it's real. You know exactly what people are going to be uploading and asking. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's going to be retailing for about $1,400. And they started accepting pre-orders on Thursday. Um, the English version of the store is offering uh, the Smart Toys Standard Edition for $1,800. And the Special Edition is going to have aluminum parts for the bumpers, gun barrels, and uh, gun barrel covers and other parts. And that one is going to be on the Japanese site. $1,600, while on the U.S. site, it's $2,000. And then both, Yeah, and both versions will ship in June. Christ, that's a month's worth of paychecks right there. Damn! Yeah. Some people are going to buy up two and three at a time. Oh, hell yeah. If I had the disposable income to be able to drop on this shit, even though I do not understand Japanese whatsoever, I would be buying this shit. I would too, but I would take it out of the box, I would put it on display in my glass case. That is it. And as Dungeon Buster said... I would at least... Hmm? I would try to attempt to uh, try and flip one of them. True. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Gem Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, couch. And as um as we see in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Dungeon Buster says fourteen hundred USD. You know what? I'll stick with the series and just appreciate the Takikomas there. And Wild Spy says buy three. And Rayjader says fourteen hundred dollars. God damn! I sure as hell don't got that kind of cash lying around. Even if I did, I'd rather spend on upgrading shit on my PC. If I had no the point. disposable income to buy one, that means I had the disposable income to buy two. My ass would buy two and keep one in the box and play with the other one. Yup. Because that's what I do with most of my collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want one. We'll probably never get one, but... No, but if anybody, you know, wants to, uh, you know, pull together some money for the uh, Buy Mako-chan a Tachikoma, go ahead. Fund that shit. Go fund me. Yep. Fund that shit. I'm okay with this. <laughs> I am perfectly okay with that shit. <laughs> Fuck. That just means you have more stroke than the both of us put together. Yeah. I might get five bucks telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I could have sworn there was something about... We had something, I think on OLR, it was something like for Dark Soccer, and I think I sent her a dollar for a taco or something like that. I, I don't remember. God. Alright, so anywho, um, moving right along... Let's talk about one of my favorite oh. series. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho is now celebrating its 25th anniversary, and the celebration behind it, it now begins. 
Right now, what there's going to be is a collaboration cafe. The Yu Yu Hakusho Anime Cafe will open at the Adori's Anime Plaza Ikiboro branch from April 28th to July 2nd, 2017. As for the norm, there will be your food base your foods based on the series characters and so forth. And there will be a fair at the Satuya bookstores as well. That's going to be pretty cool. Now well, let me let me look this up real quick because I I forget the um the author the manga's name. Let me grab it real quick. Um by Yoshihiro Togashi. Now, for some of us, <coughs> Yoshihiro Togashi <coughs> is married to a very famous mangaka. Do we know who she is? Mm, no. Should I? Maybe. Do you, Mako-chan? Of course I do. Yep. He is married to Naoko Takeuchi. And, oh, of and, course. And if you look in some uh, Sailor Moon Tonkabons, you can see some of his artwork and some of him helping her, and then vice versa. So, my theory is, we got this power couple. I have a feeling we're going to see a brand new Yu Yu Hakusho anime coming soon. Is it going to be a crossover with Sailor Moon? Because doubt that would just be fucking perfect at this point. Nope. I doubt it. But... I would like. I have a feeling we're going to see brand new episodes, and that's going to be pretty awesome. That that's my theory. I would not mind a, a crystal-like reboot. Exactly. I'm that. That is something I want. I'm cool with that. I, I really. Because it'll be a crystal reboot, no filler reps, start to finish. Because they, because the on, because the anime they ne was never completed. So it would be cool just to see how the series actually ends in the anime. <sighs> Anywho, um, Sailor Yusuke. <laughs> are singing in the chat. Well, everybody's doing Sailor Senshi Hybrid, so that doesn't surprise me in the least. Genkai is Chibi Moon. Okay, y'all need to stop. <laughs> Tuxedo Botan? Uh, hmm. Maybe? Hmm. <sighs> and Skype dropped again. And you're back. Yeah. Usually I'm the one who incurs the wrath of the Skype gods. I think it's Michael Chan's turn in the barrel. I I'm 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 not happy. I know you're not. It's getting really, really fucking annoying now. I know. <sighs> and going back to the whole Takikoma thing, uh Wild Spice says it could be an anime jam session business expense. Yeah, no. It says computer hardware? The hardware has legs. Those are antennae. <laughs> well, it, it technically would be computer hardware. It would just be 
um, talking computer hardware. If it can talk, it can talk back. I, I have my suspicions. <clears throat> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Ari, take. Shall take, I take yeah, the next yeah, one? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, let's see. All night, all free cosplay event to be held at Tokyo Bookstore. Applications now being accepted. Ooh. Japan. Japan's Junkudo is first and foremost a bookstore. You can tell that from all the sh shelves stocked with books, plus a team of employees will let you exchange money for books. <clears throat> Funny how that works. But every now and again, Junkudo becomes a sort of hotel, too. In October 2005, the chain held its first Tri-Lydian Junkudo event, in which lucky bibliophiles won a chance to spend the entire night in one of Junkudo's Osaka branches. A second such event was held almost exactly a year later at the Tachikawa branch in Tokyo, and now the company is speeding up the cycle with another overnight event in the <coughs> Tachikawa store. This time, there was an added wrinkle. On the night of June 10th, the Tachikawa Junkudo won't be a bookstore in a hotel, but a cosplay studio, too, as event participants will be allowed to cosplay and take photos all night long. While the tri-living in Junkudo events were capped at 10 participants, the bookseller is counting on a much larger turnout for their first ever costuming promotion, officially called Won't You Try Cosplaying at Junkudo. The organizers are looking for five groups, with up to five cosplayers and three support members, such as cameramen or assistants, allowed for each team. Participants will gather at the Tachikawa Junkudo at 10 p.m. on the night of June 10th, and after an hour of orientation and setup time, we'll have until 6.30 in the next morning to take cosplay photos, socialize, and should they actually get around to it, sleep. While eating and drinking will be allowed in a designated area, no food or beverages will be provided, so you'll want to procure provisions at one of the local convenience stores before arriving. And you'll be required to bring your own sleeping bag. The whole thing is absolutely free, although you need to fill out a survey and participate in feedback the next morning before the whole event wraps up at 8.30 a.m. If you and your cosplay crew are interested and 18 years of age or older, Applications can be found online between now and April 10th, and those selected will be notified by April 14th. Cool. It would be fun, but I, I sincerely doubt we would uh, uh, get selected. True, but if there was an, an American English version, as you you damn well know, Makochan would be the first one in line for that. Uh. <laughs> We know how maybe, much no, maybe one of the other ones. I, I don't know that I would want to go to a bookstore in cosplay for picture reasons. I, I would want to get not locked into a bookstore just to read. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you can still do that. Well, why would I do that if there are going to be a bunch of people using the entire bookstore as a photo booth? Well, you could cosplay a character that does a lot of reading. You could be uh, Yuki Gato from Haruhi. Agent Paper? Oh, yes! You'd be an, I'm just saying, Michael, you'd be an amazing, amazing Agent Paper. I've actually thought about that cosplay. But that doesn't allow me to read. Sure it does. While you're posing, holding the book. Click, 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 yeah, click, no. flip the page, click, 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 flip the page with your thumb, you know? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm just saying, it's just a thought. Yeah, no. My thing is with this, is it's saying that you only get 10, like, they're, they're only doing it for 10 uh, tickets. Mm -hmm. So there's only going to be 10 winners. Is that 
10 people plus their photographer? Or is that 10 people and then you have to hope that one of them is a good enough photog to be able to take decent enough pictures of you in your cosplay at the bookstore? Oh, trust me. I mean, we've seen pictures from Comic Cat. I don't think that would be a problem. But that's 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 my thing. Is if it's all cosplayers going after this, who's going to photograph them? What I'm saying, they're probably going to have like photographers um, registering with the contest or with the company to come in and do this. Mm. And yes, Skype is giving me an issue on on the laptop, on the tablet here. Took it a little bit longer for it to connect and bring everything up. So, anywho, now that we got that all out the way, our Skype line is now open. So, if you have any questions about tonight's program, you have something to ask us, go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. All calls are kept to two minutes due to time constraints. Now, while that's up and running, I am going to go ahead and kick things off. And I've always said... When it comes for, for strange news from Japan, Mako-chan hits, hits it on the target, then she has her off week, and then when she bounces back, she bounces back pretty damn hard. Jesus fuck Christ, woman. What? I can only find the stuff that the Japanese people are willing to go really, really weird over. You like So the, like blame them for my off weeks. Like, like this one story, I, 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 I have to take this. I mean, an Osaka man was arrested for throwing dozens of cockroaches around at an anime music event. Oh my god. Yeah, at least they weren't the flying or the buzzing type, or the hissing type. At least, we hope. It seems that a chef from the Osaka prefecture was recently arrested in relation to a cockroach incident that happened at Annie Song's, I mean, Annie Mellow Summer Live that took place outside of Tokyo last summer. This is an anime song music festival held every year at the Saitama Super Arena just outside of Tokyo. The person in question, 33-year-old Kazuki Kawatami from Higashi, Osaka City, confessed to throwing around at least a few dozen cockroaches within the area, within the arena near the oil seating area. Witnesses state that they saw what looked like bugs flying around Kawatami's hands when he lifted his arms to dance, which led authorities to getting involved. Because of the extra precautions needed to take taken by event staff, Kawatami was arrested on charges of disrupting affairs and interfering with authoritative duties. The particular cockroaches released were, by him were red roaches, a flightless variety often used as reptile food. I guess we could thank him for that. Why the man felt the need to throw a bunch of cockroaches around at an event, as well as how he was able to bring them into the arena with him, was not been made clear. At least he didn't try lighting the place on fire. In response to this, some online readers feel oddly perplexed as per the article, the site that we read this from. 
The guy responsible for the Roach incident at Animella last summer has been arrested. Can't believe he's about the same age as me. We also have this. This happened in the section diagonally in front of me. That really happened? So they actually investigated it. I'll say it again though, that guy is an idiot. No humans were harmed in the incident and the festivities continued on its way. Uh... I hate people sometimes. I think we all do. Uh... And Rageinator says, thanks is thanking me because he was hungry and was going to order a pizza, but as soon as I brought up roaches, he lost his appetite. I'm sorry. Maybe he didn't. He, maybe he really didn't want to spend the money. And Misty says to you, Ari, dude, only sometimes. <laughs> uh, she seen my personal Facebook feed. Yeah. Right. So, uh, can I take the second one then? Go right ahead. Sweet Tooth Thief Arrested After Ice Cream Binge A hapless thief has gotten himself into a sticky spot Oh my god, fucking damn it, these people <clears throat> With police after being arrested for breaking into offices and raiding refrigerators to binge on sweets Yashihira Wakashima, 51, is accused of eating over 250 desserts during more than 40 incidents since 2013 What? <clears throat> With ice cream, chocolate, and puddings on top of his wish list, police said on Tuesday the suspect, an unemployed man, who was actually surprised by that, <clears throat> from Ichikawa Prefecture was dubbed Sugar by investigators following his high cholesterol trail, according to the National Broadcaster NHK. <clears throat> Wakashima was called on surveillance video pilfering from fridges across Tokyo and in his home prefecture. Police also used DNA evidence to get their man, which, who was said to have left crumbs and leftovers at the crime scenes. In addition to a wanton disregard for calories, the suspect was reportedly suspected of punching a pair of sandals. Pinching a pair of sandals. Wakashima, who was shown on television being led away by police with his head bowed, has confessed to eating the sweets, according to local media, adding he caused about almost 5.2 million yen in losses. I... I don't get it. Why? I, I, I don't know. Am I the asshole for trying to figure this stuff out? No. No. There's always a logical explanation for a lot of shit in this world, and when you discover the logic behind it, you're like... What? Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> exactly. And as Dungeon Buster says, the Nom Nom Sugar Bandit Strikes. And Ichiogami goes, he was hypoglycemic? Mm. Can we move on? Yes, yes, we can. Okie dokie. <clears throat> so there is a makeup-free cafe set to open in Tokyo next month. Uh, the staff is uh, dedicated to promoting a concept of natural beauty and spreading a no-makeup trend around Japan. Mm. Uh, 
so what they will be doing is uh, trying to stand out amongst its competitors by bucking conventional beauty trends and hiring staff who are happy to work in the cafe without wearing makeup. The first cafe um, is called uh, Naturale. It's open. It originally opened in Hokkaido, capital city of Sapporo, in October 2015. And they billed themselves as the world's first no-makeup cafe bar. They are promoting a concept of natural beauty in a society obsessed with makeup, manicures, and fake eyelids. Following on the success from their first cafe, they are hoping to spread into Tokyo. Um, two of the current cast, uh, current staff members went on to YouTube. Uh, basically, they are starting, or they have a uh, GoFundMe. So they went on to YouTube to discuss what was actually doing. And the only thing that they had done was to do a bit of pencil shaping on their eyebrows because otherwise there would be virtually nothing there. Um, according to the owners of the cafe, the concept for a makeup-free team of staff came about after they became tired of encountering girls with lots of makeup, blonde-dyed hair, and overly manicured fake nails working at cafes and bars in Sapporo. Unable to find a place where the staff looked like ordinary girls, they thought, a, they thought to create one instead. And gathered, gathering from the support they received, um, it looks like they've... Uh, found a niche in the market mm. to maintain the natural image the girls hired are non-smokers they have no previous nighttime work experience in places like cabaret bars and they don't have excessively dyed hair or garish manicures uh, these natural looking girls exude beauty without relying on makeup which is a, a breath of fresh air in a country where girlish appearances are paramount. Their crowdfunding um, to support the new cafe uh, has raised, as of the writing of this article, uh, $8,578. Wow. Uh, that was just in the first six days, which actually... Uh, met and exceeded their goal mm -hmm. of 500,000 yen by 191%. So it looks mm. like they were only looking for about $4,500 and now they're almost at 9,000. Um, those that have helped, uh, that will be, uh, yeah, patrons will enjoy special commemorative party nights, all you can drink offers and branded t-shirts in return for their contributions. And uh, the hours have not been revealed for the new bar, but for the original location, the uh, hours are 3 p.m. to midnight every day with a 500 yen, which is $4.50 entry fee, and a system that offers 10 minutes of all-you-can-drink beverages at a cost of 300 yen for men and 200 yen for women. 10 minutes. Well, yeah, but you could probably buy more than one 10-minute block. True. How much can you drink in 10 minutes? But, I mean, think about it. 10 bucks for, a half, for, for drinking for about a half hour, that, that ain't bad. And if it's premium <laughs> stuff, shit, son. I mean, come on. 
Well, you mean you fit you figure if it's say it's you two and three hundred yen each, you're talking about what three bucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if you only get one drink in that ten minutes, you're still getting your money's worth. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like when I, it's like when I see like the all you can eat like sushi places and at the prices, but then you see like the really fancy rolls and stuff, and it's like if you eat two or three of those ro- those fancy rolls. You, you got your money's worth because you going um you, you got something good there you know mm. I can see that oh um before we continue on I just want to let uh, Bob Coffee know since he's listening that uh now this goes now on Blu-ray so you might want to go over and pick it up and thanks to Ari for letting us know of that. You're welcome. Yeah, I know Bob. We go ways back. He's a big Nadisco fan, so. One of my fraternity brothers in college got me into that. That was that, that was what helped uh, solidify me being an anime fan. That the it was Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, and uh, Nadisco. Yeah, well, Nadisco is one of those series where I quit bits and pieces of it, but I definitely do want to check it out. So. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go ahead and and wrap things up, and then we're gonna fit and and, and finish up and end the show. So, good with that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Awesome. We'll be back. Come on, fighters! Got John touching me when I show the all. You're pathetic! Oh, my Sainana, come on, keep that as a. Move it, move it, move it! I wait, Thomas, on your mood, take away. I wait, Thomas,
ずにいたものや知らないでいたことに触れようとすることはものすごく痛いんだ泣き出したくて逃げ出したくなる僕だってそうさ君一人だけじゃない意味ない努力や無駄な出会いとかあるわけないから拳を固めてディンドンだ Yeah.
And what do you know? We kind of finished on time, like, as per the norm. I, I like that. Kind of straight and straight to the point. Alright, so we're going to go ahead and kind of bring things down to a close. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They enter, tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. Independent cosplayers. We're going to tell you how it is if you like it or don't like it. We're just straight up honest with you about it. So if you want an unbiased opinion, we're the team to come to. Check out our website at... Oh, wait. wait I got to tell you about where to contact us. If you have any questions about the show, ideas, suggestions, plane, trains, automobiles, planes, and praise or whatever... You can shoot us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. And I believe we actually have mail for the first time since the show, since we started doing the show, and I will bring it up on next week's episode. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our convention reports, anime reviews, uh, links to our photos, our videos, and our podcasts, and other and our cosplay tutorials, and so much more. And also, if you can't access our website for any reason whatsoever for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and every week on Vogue Network Forum. So swing by and say hi. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos, uh, cosplay interviews, industry interviews, and much, much more. So check it out. Check out our Twitter, twitter.com slash session for updates on our YouTube, our Facebook, our website, what conventions we're going to, and other cool stuff. So definitely swing and check that out. Facebook.com slash session where, where we post links to all of our articles from our website, where we have all of our convention photos and links to our videos. To all of our fans who support us on all these platforms and social media, we just want to say thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. As long as you continue to like and support us, we'll continue to bring you more content. And don't forget, we're here twice a week live on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on the VOG Network. There are plenty of other sh- other cool shows on here. You definitely want to check out Starboard Power Coupling, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, and Game Boy. These are other cool geek podcasts you definitely want to check out. So we're going to go around the room. Last words, Mako Chan. Um, I can't wait to do nothing tomorrow. And bang on a drum all day? Yes. Last words, Ari. I'm going to be making a guest appearance on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Yes, it's coming Thursday night at 8 o'clock. Awesome. And you guys are welcome to be there, too. I don't know if they got in contact with you or not, but I'm not sure if you guys will be able to make it or not. Are you going to stream this live, or...? I think they are. All right, so when it goes live, let us know. Cool, because I was on convention. I was on the CI cast last week, so that's cool. My All last right. words is, um, I'm kind of hungry, so I might make something to eat real quick—a snack. So I kind of want something to watch with uh, cosplay melee, or I might just do something else. Either or, it is what it is. That is it. End of list. We will be here next week. We'll be telling you about anime Matsuri and so much more. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week.
Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. <sighs> I, I guess you earned that one. Good night, everybody. Good night. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!